Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another Storytellers Podcast, where I interview dope human beings, and they share their unique stories with me from their lives of what made them or who made them who they are today. Uh, today's episode is especially amazing for me because my good friend, Noelle Ellie Puck, is here. Noelle is in, I mean, literally, it's going to take me four minutes to say everything she is. <laughs> She's an actress, director. I mean, she did, had her, PR, her own PR company. She lives all over the place. She tames unicorns, I think. Um, <laughs> she has been on Shades of Blue, Dynasty, Blue Bloods, all sorts of things. Uh, she, we met uh, years ago through someone, a, friend, a mutual friend, uh, Bridget Byer, and I talked to Noelle for like half hour on the phone. And that's mm -hmm. at that point in time, I was trying to look for, I think, a PR person. And mm -hmm. um, I was just like, okay, we got to stay connected. So Noelle, welcome to Storytellers Podcast. Thank you so much. And you have to know, this is only my second podcast. I have been... Stop. Yeah, I have been asked to do podcasts for probably like five years and I've always <laughs> just, you know, haven't done it. And so, yeah, for when you, when you asked it, like, was it a, wasn't even, asked, it was like, yes, absolutely. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> now I feel even more honored. So oh, all y'all trying to get on your podcast, take that, take that. No, just joking. But the uh, well, so I bought on, like so far we've had, uh, one, two, three, you are the fourth guest that we have on, right? It's a new podcast. Awesome. And the the, th the theme kind of of the podcast is just kind of sharing some stories that you can remember in your you know past and present that have helped make you the person who you are. Ooh, I love that. So good. <laughs> oh, man. So many stories. Too. Yeah. Oof. Oh, boy. Um, well, do you want me to do you want me to jump in? You just go. Um, well, so I'll give you, I'll give you, I know we've, we've talked about this on like a friend basis, but mm -hmm. I'll give your, your listeners a little bit of a background. Um, so I, uh, grew up with a very loving family, but very financially unstable. Um, we moved probably like 32 times and, um, uh, definitely went through, um, I remember my, my older brother was two years older than me and he had got a, a newish car. It was maybe like 10 years old, but we loved it and we were so excited. Mm -hmm. And one day we went out to the parking lot in high school and the car was gone. We couldn't find it. We were like, oh my God, somebody stole it. It was a Mitsubishi 3000 GT. I don't know wow. if you- Wow, I know yeah. exactly. I know uh -huh. exactly what you're talking uh -huh. about. <laughs> so it was like his car and we couldn't find it. We went home. What's going on? Turns out the car was repossessed. And then mm. a few days later, the rest of the, you know, my mom and dad's cars got repossessed and then our house. And um, so I, I know what it's like to, to struggle and also continue to put a smile on your face, go to school the next day, pretend like everything's fine. Um, and so I wore a mask like that for a lot of years. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, friends and, and acquaintances had no idea sort of what was going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, got a job when I was 15 and at 18 years old, right after I graduated high school, two days later, I moved to New York to follow my dreams. Um, so, you know, I think that uh, all of those hardships really created an unstoppable drive in me. Um, and so 
I moved to New York initially for modeling and, and did that uh, for a while working Mercedes-Benz Fashion Week and with IMG and uh, a lot of really cool designers. And um, that became an unhealthy situation for me. So um, I had got bit by the acting bug a little bit and I realized, oh, wow, that's actually my passion. Mm. Modeling was something that was sort of bestowed upon me by my family. Mm -hmm. And although I enjoyed it and I'm grateful for it, that didn't feed my soul like acting did. Mm. Um, so I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I started acting. I started taking classes. I went back and forth between, oh God, should I go to, to college? Should I go to school for this? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm up against Juilliard graduates. And uh, then I realized, well, shit, I'm a student of life because you know what? I'm auditioning against these Juilliard graduates and I don't have to pay $300,000 in student loans. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Hard facts yeah. right there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And look, nothing, nothing against, you know, those that go to college. I'm, I am all for it. It just, for me, wasn't my path at that time. Yeah. And, um, and so then from there, I um, kind of stumbled upon this thing where I realized I had this certain skill set. Mm -hmm. um, uh, a former client of mine, Gabby Bernstein, saw me doing my thing at Fashion Week and said, you have, to, you have to come work for me. You have to produce my events. And I said, okay, all right. Hadn't, you know, didn't really know what I was doing, but yeah. all right. Um, and then from there, it kind of just snowballed into getting more clients and then creating my own company. And um, so the thing I'll say that um, has always sort of been my mantra unknowingly is jump and the net will appear mm -hmm. um, or all roads lead to Rome. So mm -hmm. like, even though I thought I was on a certain path and this was, this was the way I was going to go. These are the steps I had to take. I mean, there have been so many reroutes um, and, yeah. and curveballs, And um, for me, it's just been like learning how to roll with those punches. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I want to, I want to jump into something real quick. Cause you just hit us with a bunch of stuff, <laughs> but I want to, <laughs> that which was also, it was all dope things. I'm sitting there like, good Lord, this woman. So, uh, the, the, the thing that I love what you just said, obviously, you know, jump in the net will appear and then all roads lead to Rome. I want to mm -hmm. kind of piggyback on the all, all roads lead to Rome. Uh, one thing that I talk about a lot is, you know, one, a lot of times you have to go through some pain to find your purpose. Oh, yeah. And the, and the second thing is we don't know when we're making these like when our cars are being repossessed and we have to move or when we're getting, you know, no in our face and door slammed in our faces, we don't know that it's going to lead us to a better place, right? Like Rome right. is still there. So you're in a profession where most people, they hear no all the time, mm -hmm. right? Like what, is there anything, is it, is it your background growing up as a child and not having a lot? Is that what gets you through it? Like what gets you through hearing no one as a model and then two mm -hmm. as an actor like what gets you through that re re like quote-unquote rejection yeah i love that question um i you know i will say within one day i going on castings and auditions i mm -hmm. was told i was too tall too short too fat and too thin within wow. one day 
And so it, it really puts you through a mind fuck, um, no. <laughs> for sure. I mean, my God, but I, and I'm also, it's interesting because I'm, I'm an empath. So mm-hmm. like, I definitely do take it on, mm-hmm. but there's a few things that sort of keep me, um, standing my ground and, and keep me whole, which is the first is my, my faith and, mm-hmm. um, you know, just trusting that I'm going to be taken care of because regardless of, of the, the shit that I went through, I've always been taken care of mm. even, even in the times where I felt like I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so my faith also having grace, trusting, um, you know, trusting on that faith, but also just putting one foot in front of the other and knowing that, you know, taking those tiny steps will eventually, you know, equal this huge change. Mm. Um, uh, and then, and then, um, really leaning on the people that support me. Mm. So, um, I sort of have a thing where if I'm upset about a situation, if I felt, you know, uh, wronged by someone, a friend or a client or whatever it is, uh, I'll go to my man or my best friend or whoever, mm-hmm. and I'll say, this is how I'm feeling. And then we'll sort of like peel back the layers. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so more often than not in doing that, even if it takes, sometimes it takes 10 minutes and sometimes it takes 45, Sure. but we'll then go back to, well, why do I feel this way? Oh, wow. This reminds me of the time when I mm. was eight years old and da, 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 da. Oh, yep. cool. So now I have more healing to do. Yeah. I love that. Right. I love that. You, you kind of glazed, like quickly went through your PR career which is funny mm-hmm. to me because you're just you said you're i know some of the people that you've worked with that are like really big in the space you're like oh yeah you know i was doing something for gabby bernstein and Deepak Chopra, blah, 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 blah. right which is funny to me because like and this is what i love about you is the fact that you're just for me you're just a real one and it's mm-hmm. like you're just you just you're just noel right like you don't mm-hmm. you do all this amazing stuff but you're just down to earth and a cool human which i love about you and Thank you. When you were doing these events, when you're, you know, doing events for Gabby Bernstein and Deepak, et cetera, if you can take one thing that you've heard from someone else in that, in in that space, because that's a lot of knowledge Mm. and wisdom. What, what's the one thing where you were sitting back and like, oh shit, like this is something I can live my life by. Oh, that's a great question. Um, oh man there's so much, right? Like with, with all, with all of them, I have learned so much. And I've also, um, even, even greater than like the, the amazing wisdom nuggets that they're spewing on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. I also then learned a lot about myself and, and how to be treated and how to treat others and what I will accept and what I won't accept. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, if I were to take one thing, I guess that would be, um, um, it's a, it's a saying that, um, uh, a client of mine used, used to say, and I have been saying it on a daily basis, mm-hmm. which is where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? And to whom? And I, I have my sort of like morning prayer, mm-hmm. um, also like thanking, thanking, you know, God or the universe, whoever, um, for abundance from unknown sources. That's actually been a really big one too. Yeah. Um, and knowing that they're on, on their way. 
so I would say that sort of combination has been really powerful for me mm -hmm. because um, you just literally start your day out and you know that when you spend that 60 seconds, five minutes, 10 minutes in the morning um, with God, spirit, whoever, when mm -hmm. you do that, you can really trust that you're being guided in the right direction. So no matter what happens, you're taken care of throughout the day. Yeah. And that, that goes into something I was thinking about with you because, a you know, your schedule as an actor, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's mm -hmm. crazy, <laughs> right? Like it's nuts. That's what I was going to ask is, and you just kind of alluded to it. How do you find, not even find, how do you make time for yourself? Because, you know, Hollywood is its own beast, right? And there's like yeah. all sorts of stuff that's going on. And it's like, you know, there's so much that's moving so fast. Like, how do you t yeah. take time yourself and like recenter yourself and say, okay, I need, I need to make time for Noel like right now, regardless of what's going on. So I've learned that the hard way um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because in addition to, you know, working in the entertainment industry and on these like mega, you know, multi-million dollar sets, which is really cool. At the same time, you can lose yourself mm -hmm. um, or not make yourself a priority, like you said. And, and then also with that, my mom, um, had cancer and and when before she passed away i was going with her to all her treatments mm. and that was another example of like i was not putting my oxygen mask on first i mm -hmm. was you know trying to keep her alive and so mm -hmm. those things are similar in the sense that i just wasn't making myself a priority so for me it's in the morning if i don't do it in the morning i am not likely to do it throughout the day or yeah. at the end of the day mm -hmm. um so one of the things is even if it's literally 60 seconds, giving myself 60 seconds, I try when it's like a slower time, which is few and far between, I try mm -hmm. to give myself an hour. Um, uh, so, so with that, within that hour, if it's like, you know, meditation, prayer, journaling, yoga, like just some things, you yeah. know, some sort of thing to feed my soul. Um, and then when I'm not able to do it in the morning, um, I really, even if it's literally like we've cut on set and we have, you know, a break for 10, I'll go in the bathroom and sit down, uh, and, and just literally give myself like five minutes of, yeah. you know, yeah, that reset. that's reset. I mean, yeah. That's, uh, and again, I talk to so many people about this and I'm like, you can always make time. It, it doesn't matter how, yeah. like, like even people think time has to be like an hour, two hours, three hours. It could be like, Ooh. like you said, 60 seconds. Yeah. You know, like you need 60 seconds of sanity to just get your mind right and say, okay, let me breathe for a second and like chill out. So, well, and it's yeah. so true. And like, I, I remember reading an article years ago and it was saying, no matter what you do in this world, we all have the same exact amount of time in the day. We all have mm -hmm. 24 hours. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what are you going to prioritize? Because I know for, I mean, the, the amount of times my husband has said to me, um, babe, did you didn't meditate today, did you? I'm like, shut <laughs> up. I, uh, you know? <laughs> no, I didn't. And I know you can tell because I can tell. You know? <laughs> I love how you said husband. You're like, my husband. You're like, I can't uh, even tell you the many times my husband was like, uh -huh. yeah. But, but that's, I mean, and that's another thing. It's like um, to have someone have a great support system. You know, you talked about your husband, you talked about your inner circle. Uh, yeah. When you're chasing, not not just when you're having, you know, an issue, et cetera, but when you're chasing something, right? And you're chasing mm -hmm. something that people say is impossible. 
because what you're chasing, people say, is impossible, right? Right. To have that right. support system, to have people be like, yo, no, I think that you can get this, you can make this happen, like you can do it, you know, you can go after it. It gives you well, just a different level of it. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the thing I have to, you know, I have to sometimes put myself in check because when I'm feeling that sort of compare and despair, which we all do, mm -hmm. especially with social media and all that junk, it's, it's, it's sometimes hard to, mm -hmm. to think, well, wow, I'm, I'm at this point in my life and I thought I would be, you know, yeah. I, I remember moving to New York at 18. I thought by 21, I was going to be like, you know, as famous as Paris Hilton. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so cute, right? Like, and, and thank God that didn't happen, you yeah. know, cause, yeah. cause that, that just wasn't my path. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so, yeah, I think, um, just leaning on that support system and knowing again, it's just having that knowing and trusting, like you're going to be taken care of and it's not, on our time, right? It's divine yeah. time. Well, you know, when you look back at, you know, your life, right? When people look back at their lives and for me, you know, when I wanted to create this podcast is because there's so many different stories. A lot of them that center around my mom that have helped, you know, who I, who I am today and things that I've yeah. remembered. So what is, if you can give me yeah. two stories, one as a kid, right? And those of these stories, just moments, right? One as a kid and one as an adult, like let's say 21 up to where you are right now. If you can give me two, two moments or stories that have, like you still remember that has been like one of your biggest lessons from your life, that things that have happened, what would they be? <sighs> um, well, I'll give you the, the more recent one. Mm -hmm. um, uh, my mom, so my mom had stage four metastatic breast cancer and she passed mm -hmm. away. Um, it'll be, uh, four years in July. Mm. And she was my best friend and, and it was, um, huge, hugely traumatic loss. And, um, and there's also been a lot of beauty that has come out of a result of, of, you know, her getting sick and then passing mm. away and all mm. the things. But, um, when she was on her deathbed, um, she, we had a moment and, you know, I was saying to her like, mommy, I don't, I don't know how to live without you. I don't know. How, how do I go on with my life? And, you know, you, you got to give me something. And, um, she talked to me about seeing her in sign. So see, you know, when a red cardinal is near, mm -hmm. that means she's near that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But the thing that she said that really, uh, stuck with me, she said, fall in love every day with as many things, as many people, as many experiences as possible wow. because a heart full of love is a heart that's full. And um, that has just been such a beautiful gift she could have ever given me, you know? Yeah. I mean, good, good Lord. I mean, you got me at a knot in my throat. That's amazing. Mm. That is beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah. So that, thank you. I'll tattoo that somewhere. Like I have to like, <laughs> I'll never forget that. That's something I will never forget. Right. And my mm. last question to you is right. It is now 2,120, right? Like mm. we've a hundred years advanced and someone uh, goes in there, their robot opens up <laughs> their, whatever mm -hmm. Google is now in a hundred years. And mm -hmm. there is just your name, right? So what would you want mm. people 100, 200, and once you're you, you got your generationally, like once you're, you go four generations, five, whatever it is ahead, mm -hmm. what do you want people to remember about my homegirl, Noel? 
Mm. I would love for them to say she was kind and she changed the world with her art. She was kind and she changed the world with her art. And I will tell you right, right now, 100%, that's exactly what they'll be saying. Uh, mm. Noelle, I will just say this to you because I always give people the roses when they can still smell them. I don't have to talk to you every single day to be keeping track and to be so proud of what you're doing and your mission. And this is why I wanted you on the Storytellers podcast. I think you are a phenomenal human being that is literally only touching the surface of what is going to come because what's going to come is way bigger mm -hmm. than anyone could ever imagine. And I just appreciate you coming mm -hmm. on to this. This was great. Oh, thank you so much. It was such an honor and a privilege. And uh, uh, everything that you have said to me, I just want to mimic back to you. <laughs> you, you are so special and you're such a change maker and an incredible thought leader. And the world is lucky to have you in it. You're the best. Can you please tell my audience where to find you? Besides, obviously, on TV <laughs> or or Google, my girl. Like she could she could have really flexed harder, but like, well, you could just watch me on TV, player, because I'll be on there like soon. <laughs> but like, where can where can people follow you? And where can people, you know, be in be in check with what you're doing? Sure. Um, so the gram, you can hit me up on the gram at Noel underscore Ellie, and that's N O E L underscore E L I E. Um, and, and I would say, yeah, check me out there. I'm super active, um, on the gram more so than, than Facebook or the other Anything stuff. She more, she's like more and so <laughs> than the dinosaurs. What like the dinosaurs used to use back in the days. I'm no longer on MySpace either. So please do not look for me there. Uh, hey, listen, no, I might still have a profile on there. Who knows? <laughs> I know I still got an Usher song on my MySpace. Yeah. But the ladies, uh, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Noelle, thank you so much for being here. You are awesome. Aww. Love you so much. And Love uh, you too. This has been another episode of Storytellers Podcast. Please, my friends, pass it along.